Let's try some barefoot deadlifts. Strap in. This podcast is going to be heavy. Okay. Good morning. Welcome to 4 a.m. Get Ups. This is your host, Ben. Today is Saturday, April 3rd, 2021, and it's 6.45 a.m. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Got a big episode. Well, at least big episode to me today. Tomorrow's Resurrection Day. I won't get into the whole Easter, Ishtar, all that stuff, but uh, tomorrow is Resurrection Day, celebration of Christ, resurrection from the dead. So there's kind of a theme I wanted to go along with that. So we'll still talk about uh, motivation with workouts and stuff a little bit too, but I want to tie it into Jesus because to me, Yes, I know he was God's son, and he's essentially, right, a living God here on earth, like other religions may, you know, have on their, uh, for their messiahs or enlightened ones, etc. But he still, in the physical realm, was bound to just being a man, right? Didn't have super, didn't allow himself to have superhuman strength or any any other thing like that so maybe in the mind it was all god but in the flesh it was man and that was all to prove a point right so to me he was the greatest 4 a.m wake up or <laughs> you call it that to ever live and we'll get into uh i want to go into his last day on earth before resurrection and kind of show some points to humans today, and humans even then too. Some of the toughest humans ever, right? The big bad Romans were looked like little wimps compared to Jesus who's sitting there being crucified. So not to waste y'all's time, but we'll get right into it. Um, so if you can remember, when Jesus is on the planet, he was warning. He said, hey, the day when I come back, be prepared for it. I'm going to come like a thief in the night. And you can read that in First uh, Thessalonians 5, 2 is one of the times that it's referenced. Well, when I was researching Christ's last day, and I started kind of 
the morning of, and then even went back a little further to the night before, I found something very ironic. So he said, again, when I come back, this is after resurrection, when Christ is supposed to come back uh, and save us all, he said, I will come, it'll come like a thief in the night. So be very surprising, right? Well, in Matthew 28, and I'll be using the King James Version for any scripture reference on my entire podcast, and that's just me personally, so if the wording sounds different from what you look up, it's just, I use King James Version. So, I'm sorry, in Matthew 26, it's the night before, and Jesus is out walking in 2640, and he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What, could ye not watch with me one hour? So they're all asleep. But then we know, a little later down, in verse 47, Matthew 26, 47, and while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chiefs, priests, and elders of the people. So Judas, as we know, betrayed Christ. Here he is the night before, or really early in the morning, coming to get him with all the soldiers. So everyone was asleep, all the disciples except Judas. And here comes Judas in the middle of the night. Kind of like a thief in the night, ready to, to steal Jesus, right? I thought that was ironic. Uh, that, that little connection was, was pretty interesting. But that's not necessarily what I want to get into. What I want to get into is all these tough people and how people can be so driven, seem so tough and can take on anything, but when you put them to faith, it's like nothing, right? So, I don't know. It's just interesting. And so, there's a great quote in the movie Boondock Saints, rated R, tons and tons of cursing, so FYI there, but um, in the very beginning, which is like one of the best scenes in the movie, tons of fans will agree to that too, I think. Music's awesome, too. But there's a man speaking in the church, and he says, We must all fear evil men. But there is one thing which we must fear most, and that is the indifference of good men. Of course, then he was referring to a little girl who was raped in the streets of New York, and no one called the police. No one tried to come in and help. They just watched as the assailants, you know, did what they did and, and then ran away. So there's lots of indifference of good men on Christ's last day. Now we know this was written, so it was bound to happen, right? But shocking that it still happened all that way, you know. So speaking of the night before, everyone's all asleep. Okay, you still don't think he's going to be taken the next day. So the next day is going to be... You still think it's normal, so you go to sleep. 
okay, fine. But then they take Jesus to trial. And they're spitting on him and they're beating him. Can you imagine being in a court and being spit on, laughed at, mocked, and beat? It's barbaric times. And then we know Peter denies Jesus three times, right? To try and save his own skin. So he, he's there. He cuts a soldier. When the, when the soldiers come to get Jesus with Judas, Peter takes a sword and slices one guy's ear off. And Jesus says, no, no. Peter, step down. Put that sword back up. Put the sword back in the sheath. So Peter's the tough guy. Peter's going to protect Jesus, right? But then when it comes to his own skin, when this stuff starts getting real, starts, as a friend of mine says, when the come down comes, the come down. Peter starts to get scared. And so he denies even knowing Jesus three times. And Jesus is taken to Pontius Pilate. Right? And during that time, Judas realizes the gravity of the decision that he did. So he repents. He tries to go back to the Pharisees, give the money back. I, I, don't, I don't want this. They don't want to take the money back because they go, this is blood money. Right? A man's going to die for this 30 pieces of silver. So they don't want that back. They use it, send it off for the potter's field. And then Judas can't take it anymore. The guilt inside of him and the fear, what's he do? He goes and, and kills himself. So two disciples down already. And Jesus is not even at the cross yet. So Pontius Pilate has another criminal. We'll say another because right now Jesus is supposedly a convicted criminal. His crime, what? Blasphemy and being king of the Jews or calling himself king of the Jews, even though he never said that, they said, Jesus, you call yourself king of the Jews? And he basically says, you said that. You're the ones calling me. So if that's up to you, that's what you want to say? Oh, okay. So Pilate, he doesn't want to make the decision himself either, right? He doesn't want to be the one to condemn this man. Because he knows he's innocent. So he brings up another criminal, Barabbas, or Barabbas. Let's the people decide. Hey, you decide. Who do you want to set free? Jesus Christ or Barabbas? And all the people say, give us Barabbas, a known convicted criminal. So they free Barabbas. Then <laughs> Pontius Pilate tries to play the upper hand. Goes down, washes his hands, says, I wash my hands of the blood of this. He's not going to be the one to decide, right? So then we know it begins. Jesus is stripped down, beaten, crown put on him. Remember, this is a, this is a crown of dried up, thorny branches. Extremely sharp, right? Just mashed down onto his head. Put the scarlet robe on him. And they whip him with a reed. And then strip the robe back off. 
and there's a man named Simon, and the Romans make him carry Jesus' cross. Okay, so Simon's tough. He's carrying the cross for Jesus. But wait a minute. You're being tough, carrying all that weight for a man to die? I don't know Simon's history, but if he knew Jesus, and he knew what was going on, why don't you deny? You know, why don't you just buck up, stand up to that Roman soldier, and be like, mm, no, I'm not carrying that for him. I'll carry him. I'll help him up. I'm not carrying that cross for him to be nailed to. Again, what, how far are you willing to go, right? And this is all when it was right in your face. You know, now faith is much harder because we, I mean, it's all in, it's all in, 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 in books and history. None of it's really shown in our face now. So we have to take it on faith, like they say. It's much, much harder now. There was plain sights right in your face. See that and you believe in him? Yeah. I'm going to defend my death. Take me because if I die, I'm going with him. Right? I mean, even when he's on the cross, he's in between two thieves, right? And they're mocking him. But then one of them has a change of heart. And he starts to confess and apologize for his sins and ask Christ, please, I'm so sorry, can you help me? While he's dying, doing that. Hanging on the cross, just like Jesus. What happens? The other thief's like, you're a fool, you idiot. You're not going to do nothing. Can't believe that. Look at this guy sitting here dying just like us. What does Jesus say? You will walk with me in heaven. So now he saved the one thief and the other thief. Well, sorry, bro. So he's put on the cross at 9 a.m. Can you imagine? You're up all night, so he didn't even go to sleep. There was no 4 a.m. wake up. He never went to sleep. He was up when all the... He's up praying when all the disciples were asleep. Jesus gets him in the middle of the night or the wee hours in the morning. Goes to the trial. Gets beat, spit on, mocked at. Gets mocked at in front of the crowd when when Barabbas is set free and he's not. Beat again. Whipped. Has to go to the mountain. And it's now it's only 9 a.m. still. Put on the cross. And then from noon to three, of course, it's all dark. And, you know, my podcast about darkness, there's interesting thing about darkness in the Bible, for sure. And in our own lives, because darkness, what do a lot of people say? Death, depression, etc. So, yeah. And then he dies on the cross. And the temple splits and there's earthquakes, etc. Where were all the disciples when he's on the cross? You know, were they trying to get him down, fight the Romans? No, no. They were not there. And there were people walking by that could see it off in the far. He said the two Marys there at his feet. 
crying and in shock. I can't believe it. So, as my season trailer says, you know, <laughs> the one who was truly alone, because there was no one willing to fight for him to the death. in a time in history when it was the easiest to see that who this man really was, right? Curing people, speaking of the word and things happen, like, unreal, but no. <laughs> we can't believe it, right? It's, uh, this guy's a blasphemer, we need to put him to death. So there's no real following or dedication nowadays it seems you know you got pop culture and they the songs oh it's all to you know motivate you up and stuff and hey i'll admit i i listen to some pump up music during a workout sometimes uh change your mood especially if you know you're trying to get a break off of work or you're tired or it's too early in the morning couple minutes of a song kind of shake 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 you up and all right let's do this get going but when i started really paying attention to the lyrics and i'll still listen to it so i'm not saying it shouldn't exist or anything everybody has their freedom to do whatever they want right make any kind of music you want that's your right go ahead i'm not knocking it at all but just the lyrics sometimes are really interesting you talk about oh they're gonna you know Till the wheels come off, till my legs fall off, they're gonna fight to the death and all this stuff, and it's like, really, are you? Let's put you in a situation where your legs might really come off. You know, how tough are you now? And so, the indifference of the good men on Christ's last day is, a, to me, is a, is, a, is a great reflection of pop culture society nowadays just just kind of as a general not not everything but i'm gonna, I'm gonna play you a couple bits of music that are really pump up and really awesome but it's 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 uh, pay attention to the lyrics because it's really interesting it's like man hold on a second Right, let's try this. You have one shot on stage, but you got to play to never drops for days. Still the people rage. Am I not insane? Can you stop and explain why these drops are so lame? This money buying your fame. I'm fucking on, I'm killing it with this song. You made us can sing along or go back where you belong. Nice. 
stop me right let's play another one You're never gonna make it, you're not good enough There's a million other people with the same stuff You really think you're different and you must be kidding Think you're gonna hit it but you just don't get it It's impossible, it's not probable, you're responsible Too many obstacles, you gotta stop it though You gotta take it slow, you can't be a pro Don't waste your time no more, who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I don't give a damn if you say you disapprove I'm gonna make my move, I'm gonna make it soon And I'll do it cause it's what I wanna fucking do Cause all these opinions and all these positions They come in in millions, they block in your vision But no, you can't listen, that shit is all fiction Cause you hold the power as long as you're dreaming there's no way that you make it And maybe you can fake it But you're never gonna make it Aren't you just gonna take that Make them take it all back Don't tell me you believe that Aren't you just gonna take that Oh baby, fucking fight back Or will you effing fight back? Fight back against what? What's so bad that you gotta... And this is from a workout music video. What's so bad that you're gonna effing fight back and, and it's gonna go until your blood runs out or legs fall off or blah blah blah. Man. Put every aspect of your life with that kind of enthusiasm and degree. Sure, that would help a lot, and you'd probably be pretty legit, dude. But it doesn't happen like that. See, we need this kind of stuff because inside, when it come down, come down, most people aren't really tough or willing to stand to their values or beliefs or discipline discipline equals freedom because it's hard right freedom is hard to get and it's hard to keep and it's hard to even take right because now you're responsible for yourself wholly responsible for your decision the consequences of your decisions etc but I don't know. It's, it's interesting. The Bible gets, and a lot of scripture and a lot of religions just gets pushed away now. It's all about the pop culture. It's all about the be tough and all this and everything and show and come down, come down. I'm losing your house or, you know, thieves coming, trying to take your family or something. Or they're trying to make you not say what. what you feel you have a right to say 
people buckle down, back away. And I'm not saying you have to be a bumbling idiot and go out there and just speak even louder. No, you can you can still be quiet about it, but it doesn't mean that you just break your discipline. Because you do that, you're not going to reach those workout goals that you want. You're not going to reach those study goals that you want. You're not going to be able to get your family through those tough times. Because they're going to be there, guaranteed. Life goes up and down, I tell you. I'm going to play one more little clip. This is a very interesting one. Try and listen to the lyrics. So that song is actually based off a true story. For any of you out there that remember the Columbine shooting, and I know there's been a ton of shootings at schools in the U.S. In the last couple of decades, which is... I can't describe the words how sad that is. But this one at Columbine High School in Colorado two students go through and shoot up the school and there was one girl trying to hide behind a desk or a table or something and you know I mean, it's, it's an event like this like you're gonna you're scared for your life so she's praying to God and one of the kids overhears her one of the shooters he comes up and he's like what did you say God she's like yeah and he goes do you actually believe in God like He's going to save you? And she says yes. And then <laughs> he kills her. Little high school girl with, in my opinion, more guts than all 12 of those disciples. Because she was ready to die. 
for her belief, for her conviction, for her discipline. Legit ready to die, and did die. So, next time you get caught in some movie or music or something, hey, it's entertainment, it's great. But don't take that to heart. Because that's not there to help you. They can just as easily take that off platforms. You can't listen to it, can't do anything. I mean, with all this licensing, they're removing books that you thought you paid a lifetime license for to own an ebook because you didn't want to physically buy it and have it take up space. They can just rip that off the platform and now you can't have it anymore. So all these little things are material. And they will just die away in the end. But the word will never leave you if you will believe in it. And who says the Bible can't even be motivating in itself? Right? There's the classic... Um, let's see, where is it at? The classic scripture... Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ with strength in me. It's pretty motivational. I've seen that on the back of t-shirts and races. And that's used all the time too. That's used in the um, more general world nowadays. And then you got Ephesians. Ephesians 6.13-17. to 17. Take a look at this. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. That's like preparing for battle, you know. So that's some tough Roman stuff right there, right there in the Bible. That's pretty cool. Go to battle with the word. So it, it, it can motivate you, save yourself from going crazy, from falling into a huge depression, anything. And that's always there. It doesn't change with the times. It's not a fad or a fashion statement or anything. But that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Hope you all have a great Resurrection Day tomorrow morning on April 4th, 2021, this year. I got to go... Get ready for a race that I'm hosting this morning, a free race. I actually had a bunch of people sign up. Can't believe it. It's pretty cool. So, welcome to Season 2 of the 4AM Get Ups Podcast. Hope you all continue to listen. You can catch me around. Catch me on Telegram at, at Narrow Trails. Still have that handle. I've dropped Twitter, but you can catch me on Telegram at Narrow Trails if you want to send me a message. Any ideas for podcast questions, want to be on a podcast, just let me know. Thanks for listening, everybody.
go out and get it.